Hello and welcome to another episode of We Live on a Planet. It is Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. This is episode 384 and we are barefoot today. We are not using the M- Shure MV51. I'm not using the Roadcaster Pro, which just came in and I'm so excited and I'm chewing at the bit to use it. But the reason why I'm not is because the interview that I have today was done just through Anchor with no microphone, just through my phone. And so I figured I wanted to keep that continuity. It's snowing here. Snowing. Yeah, you heard that right. It's 32 degrees. Feels like it's 19 degrees Fahrenheit. Highs are only going to be about 39 in the city of Oswego. Winds are whipping out of the west, northwest at 23 miles per hour. So let's, before we get into our interview with Eddie Green, we'll just start off with a quote. And uh, being that it's Wednesday, this show is a little different. No, this day of history, no facts or any of that kind of stuff. And we'll try to keep the rambling at a minimum. Okay, you can discover more about a person in an hour of play than in a year of conversation. Plato. And it's not quite an hour of play with Eddie. About 37-minute conversation, and it was fun, and we got to know each other. And if you're saying, who's Eddie Green? Well, I guess you're going to find out. So sit back and relax and uh, enjoy. You like that? Did it? I love it, man. That's so cool. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Green, how are you? I'm so glad that you had time to come over to We Live on a Planet, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, this is cool. This is cool. It's, it's so weird to do the, the opposite thing. Right. So I'm used to, like, I'm so used to, to doing the, the, the hosting duties. So it's weird to, uh, to give that up and, uh, pass it over to you, but Hey, I love this podcast and, uh, really, really thrilled to be on here, man. Groovy, man. It's going to be a blast. We'll just play a little bit of mental gymnastics. Are you up to it? Absolutely. We have a good, uh, we have a good, uh, dynamic, I think. I think so too. So, okay. So we have that dynamic, but my listeners don't know you yet. So, okay. I've just, I've just stumbled into a comic book store and I picked up a comic and it says Eddie Green's 101. So is what's your origin story? How, how do we, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can know about you. And like, when did you start Eddie Green's 101 or stumble upon podcasting? Um, so Eddie Green's 101 is the third iteration of my podcast. It started out as a uh, movie podcast because I love film and I wanted a, a title that would really stick out. So I couldn't like, honestly, I can't tell you how many, how many films I went through and I was thinking, all right, I got to find one of the most iconic quotes in film history because that'll just, I mean, I think that will just up the ante on the podcast. And of course, I went to Jaws because that's, I think that's one of the greatest films of all time. Iconic. Many people do. Iconic, exactly. And um, of course, the iconic quote in that movie, one of them is, you're going to need a bigger boat. And I was like, hmm, what can I do with, with, with bigger boat? I kind of like that. And so I just came up with, off the top of my head, one day, Bigger Boat Movies. And uh, it started out as a YouTube channel. So from the idea, it went to YouTube. Did YouTube for a little while, met some great people. 
And uh, then I found myself in this rut of um, not being 100% passionate about filming myself, editing myself, uh, uploading, you know, going through the hassle of making a thumbnail, all that stuff. So from that point, I was like, okay, I don't want to give up bigger boat movies. I really like where I'm going with this. What if I were to do something in the world of podcasts? Because I didn't know what a podcast was. I, I uh, listened to a couple um, and I thought maybe, maybe I can dabble in it. Maybe I can, maybe I can successfully transfer my YouTube channel to an audio form. Right. And this is right around the time that uh, Anchor, which is, I think, our mutual uh, bond, uh, came out. And I was like, all right. And I only found out about it through um, a guy named Ben Bateman. He hosts a, uh, uh, well, he, they, they've kind of branched out now, but it was on a show called Action Movie Anatomy. And he was talking about how he had just started doing podcasting on this new thing called Anchor. So that's how I found out about Anchor. So I was like, all right, I'm going to check it out. And I uh, looked it up, downloaded the app. And uh, I think we've talked about this on my podcast, but this is back when, um, or this might be in the lost recording that you and I did, but uh, back in the day, Anchor was sort of like Snapchat, but in audio form. So you would record only up to five minutes and then you would have to have that available for only 24 hours. You could only have it available for 24 hours and then it would just drop off and never exist ever again. I remember. Which was like, which was weird, yeah. right? Like it was such a, it was such a weird concept to do it that. Seems like, like it was just, it just shows you how far. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it's so, it's so strange how far Anchor has come. Yeah. Um, but I, but so I signed up there and uh, luckily I was able to be, become a featured, I guess you could say station. That's what they were called back then station. Um, and they featured me cause I had reached out to them and I was like, Hey, I have this thing. And you know, would there be a chance to, to have a feature? And I became a featured movie podcast or station, whatever you want to call it. And that's really where the, the, the podcast kind of found its audience. So to, 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 to make a long story really as short as possible, um, it went from bigger boat movies to Terminator 101 because I got sick of talking about all movies because I would just always only want to talk about Terminator. <laughs> so then I transitioned it to Terminator 101. Uh, did 50 episodes of that. Very, very proud of, if I had to pick which one I'm more proud of, Bigger Boat or Terminator 101, a hundred percent it's terminator 101 mm. um just because uh of the people i was able to talk to i talked to the co-writer of terminator 2 i talked to michael bean who was kyle reese um talked to a lot of talented people and um so i'm, I'm most proud of that and then i sort of found myself in another rut where i was like all right well i feel like i'm tapped out on terminator so then i was like all right well i'm not giving this up because i'm having too much fun so what if i just came up with something that still kept the 101 brand but was so open-ended that i could talk about literally anything and everything and that's where eddie green's 101 came from and i just wanted to make sure i threw my name in there so that i had some uh you know some ownership over it and that and you know that way whoever came to the podcast 
would instantly know my name. That was always the one problem with the other podcasts. No one ever knew my name because my name wasn't in the title. So. And it's funny when it's funny, you know, they, uh, I love Saturday Night Live. I grew up watching Saturday Night Live and some of the key features or key players, one of the ways that they really get known is if they make it to the weekend uh, update show, because at that they say their name at the beginning of each show or each episode because they're play they're doing the news. And so saying your name and people hearing it is going to get that kind of cemented in. So that was very kudos to you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting thing. I never thought about that. Yeah. Cause yeah, the weekend update people, they do. Yeah. Cause it's not like a stage name. They just literally say, Hey, I'm, I'm Seth Myers. Colin or, hey, Jost. it's right. Yep. Colin Joe. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we're, we're playing mental gymnastics. Like I said, so I'm going to be asking you questions that you've never been asked. I know this for sure, because what's the most bizarre chewing gum flavor you can come up with and what amount of money would it take for you to chew it? Whoa. What is the most, <laughs> what's the most bizarre? The most bizarre chewing gum flavor you can come up with my friend. And there's no right or wrong answers. It's fun. It's just supposed to be a uh, mental gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. The most bizarre chewing gum flavor. Cause I actually like chewing gum. Uh, I so love it. I kind of want it to be, you know, I kind of want it to be something that'll, you know, that would appeal to me that I would do, not something so outlandish like a Willy Wonka kind of thing. Um, yeah. Geez, that's a good one. Let's see. I would probably say, <laughs> see, I love, all right, so then I guess it is going into Willy Wonka territories because I love steak and potatoes. So mm. I wonder if you would be able to somehow formulate a technology to get the to, to get the exact essence of a good well done has to be well done steak with uh, mashed potatoes into a into a into a gum form i wonder if that's possible i would chew that i would chew that <laughs> i would chew that willie wonka is you know speaking of that i am uh, a child of the 70s and the original Willy Wonka was just magical to me and still is. And just uh, Gene Wilder was just fantastic in that movie. And I, that's a, that's a go-to movie. Yes. I uh, uh, see. I'm someone that doesn't really hate on the Johnny Depp version that much. Um, but I do think if I were to choose, you know, which one do I want to watch over the other? I'm, probably leaning a little more on the wilder version but i actually think the johnny depp version is i think potentially closer to the source material of uh what roald dahl wanted so you know yeah, in I, that respect I, yeah a lot of times they do that however i just i myself i, I don't know i'm kind of maybe a purist or i dug my heels in and i'm older and i'm like hey you get off my lawn type guy no i'm not i'm not that <laughs> way but um i I, I'm a purist in the sense that I, I, I'm not a fan of remakes usually. There's only been a couple remakes, and I can't even think of them right now off topic that I said, yeah, that was good. That was worth it. Um, but for the most part, I'm like, I'm disappointed at the creativity that comes out of Hollywood a lot of times, Eddie. I think that this re rinse and repeat thing is, is tired. I, for me, for me, that's my personal feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, what about yeah. uh cuz cuz because I think this is one of the the strongest remakes. It's 
the Peter Jackson King Kong from 2005. Now, there you go. Now, that's I couldn't even think of one. But now that that was a good one. And they can do a lot with um, with special effects nowadays. We did that ride when we were at Universal and it was wild. Oh, it was so good. We went there for my oldest daughter's 30th birthday and it was four adults going around Universal and Disney, and it was a blast. It was so much fun. All right, so would you rather be as tiny as a fly or as massive as a dinosaur? Um, well, to just kind of uh, go back to that other question, because you because I think I didn't answer the second part, like how oh, much it would take for me to chew for it? it? Yeah, because I figured since it sounded so good, steak and potatoes, it would be like, uh, I'll chew it anyways. You don't have to pay me to chew that, because it, it wasn't oh. – that sounded yummy. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No, okay, yep, yep. How much would you? Yeah, how much would you though? So this is how much it would, like, I would have to be paid to chew it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you said, it, it, I, I would do it for free. But uh, we'll say if you paid me five bucks, I would just jump on it even quicker. So. <laughs> yeah, because I would say something. If I was going to go with, like, a bizarre chewing gum, I'd be like squid. Oh. You know, Ooh. and somebody would be like, ew, squid. And you'd be like, how much money? I, I'm like, yeah, you'd have to pay me. I would have to at least take a five spot to chew a piece of squid gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then like, does it like, th- like, does it ink your tongue when you chew it? Yeah, it's black. It's black gum. So as soon as you eat it, too, <laughs> your mouth is black for, for weeks, for weeks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so these are bizarre questions. Like I said, it's fun. Right? We live on a planet. Like you know, too, I don't edit. Um, we, we just kind of go on one thing. And I feel like I want to have, like, a lot of times interviews can be just really one way. And people, you've done so many, and you've interviewed a lot of people. So I figured I wanted to throw it up throw up some different questions that people have never been asked that was the reason why i was like would you rather be as tiny as a fly or as massive as a dinosaur they both sound kind of inconvenient to me (laughs) you know what i mean yeah um i think well because what so if you're a fly essentially you're still around um this is how i'm coming at it like you're still around if you're a dinosaur you're you're not you're not even around technically like there's no you know what I mean? Like, there's no place for you right now. So, right. Uh, I guess I would be as tiny as a fly. I would just not be a house fly because that's just that's suicide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. They don't live very long either. I don't think. I think the average lifespan of a house fly is not long. Days, if uh, memory serves. I kind of would like to to uh, be tiny as well. I think that'd be neat because uh, I think that. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie where I obviously I saw Honey I Shrunk the Kids, but I haven't seen that other one with um Matt Damon where is it Matt Damon where they all get shrunk and food and oh, all that kind yes. of stuff last longer. So in that sense, you know, I would I would go and uh grab a big bud of marijuana and shrink myself down and then I would have a huge, huge bud. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> That's what I would you, do. My my I you, I would. <laughs> You vape, correct? I I stopped smoking cigarettes um, months and months and months ago, and stopped, and then started vaping, and then um, stopped vaping, and then wanted to start smoking again, 
And so I started vaping again, but I'm not doing the kind where I'm building my coils with the cotton and all that anymore. I'm just doing like the, the disposable cartridge vapes now, but it's helping me not smoke. That's stopping smoking has been harder than stopping drinking for me because I'm over, I'm almost five years sober now from alcohol, but stopping cigarettes, that's a whole other animal. That's hard to do. That's, that's really tricky. Luckily, I never, luckily, I never fell into that, uh, that addiction. It's to me, it's just, it's, it's never been appealing. Like, I don't understand the appeal to it. It's, um, honestly, that's that's like, it's the biggest turnoff for me. Like if, like if I'm interested in a, like a, like a, like a girl and Mm -hmm. I find out that she smokes, that's it. Like, that's literally how big it is for me. I, I will literally drop all pursual and i'll be like all right whatever she's not worth it (laughs) yeah i like that idea though eddie i think a lot of your generation you know we have even though we have that age gap you and i like you said we have that lot of parallels which i've noticed when we've been talking but i think a lot more your generation looks down at it whereas my generation growing up that was the thing to do you know all you have to do is look back at some old 80s movies or anything like that and everybody was smoking and it was it was everywhere and if you didn't smoke it was like what's wrong with you the cool kids smoke and now your generation is like what's wrong with you you idiot that's killing you it's disgusting it's dirty and so i i like that it's shifted i like that i there's always change you know and i i like that your generation's different in that sense yeah you know? and i and I do think, honestly, so that's so that's for your time, right? Like the cigarettes is it went from being a cool thing to mm-hmm. being a not so cool thing. I yeah. think I I think for my generation, and I'm curious to see if this ever does come true. I think for our generation or for my generation, it'll be it was cool to use the internet, and then in the future, it's like, oh, you use the internet because for some reason I I have this idea that something is going to come out. I mean, there's probably already evidence that, you know, too much internet or whatever is, is bad for you, but I think it's going to come out to the point where it's so looked down on that to Mm -hmm. think that we, at one point were using the internet and this, you know, this could be far-fetched. This could never happen, but I think that might be because there's so much, like there is, it's so addictive, like cigarettes. It, it is, there's so much bad in it, you know, right off, right off the bat. I mean, like it's, I don't know. It's just, it always crosses no, my I, mind. What if the, what, what if the, the internet idea. is. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You broke up. No, I love that idea of what you're going. I love to think those type of ideas of what ifs, because what ifs it means usually it's going to happen. You know what I mean? If somebody's thinking it, it's going to be, you know, somebody's making some a phone that's better than the one we're holding right now or whatever piece of equipment. And so you thinking those ideas is, is very uh, healthy and creative. And I think that you're onto something. I think we will look at, and just like at, this coronavirus is going to change things. I really, I think you and I talked about it. Maybe we lost it in the, the, ether and my audience has heard me talk about but i think shaking of hands will go away and babies that are born right now might never shake hands today you know what i mean and that seems far-fetched to people but it's like 
it's, I don't know, like you're saying, you know, people will look at it and go, that was really unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm all, yeah, and I'm all for that, that, that getting rid of the handshake thing. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a thing on Mythbusters. It's older, but it's very relevant. And um, they have Adam put on a uh, prosthetic thing near his nose, which gives a dripping of a, a, a mock cold. And it has a dye in it that is unseen and you can only see it under fluorescent lights. And uh, they have the test subjects and around him and he's they're doing like a party setting where he's, you know, cutting birthday cake and pouring, you know, champagne for people. And then afterwards, they show with this special light and everybody's covered with it. And it's like that was snot, you know, quote unquote, is supposed to be snot. And it makes you just go, wow, that's disgusting. And to know that we walk up to a perfect stranger and to say to them, hey, how you doing? And reach your hand out and shake it is very bizarre. They really, you know what I mean? So it's going to be one of those shifts. But I think that will that'll happen, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're onto something, too, with with the Internet as well. Do you, so jumping again, since we and uh, we're playing a bunch of gymnastics, do you have a happy place? And um is it like, do you have a happy place for your mind that you can just kind of sit and relax? Or do you have a real physical happy place? Because I think everybody needs needs a happy place. Do you have your go-to? Um, see, for the longest time, I don't think I did. I think that was... Um, I think that was a reason why I initially started YouTube. I was like, what if this could become something that gives me something to look forward to, which is one of my big philosophies in life. It's something I'm very uh, passionate and, and uh, I want to advocate it is find something that, that gives you something to look forward to find something that gives you something to look forward to. And you're, you'll never be depressed. I think, I mean, unless you like, unless it's just genetic and then of course you'll still battle with it, but I think it'll even be something that, that is a healthy remedy for you. You're not popping a pill. You're not, you're not doing anything. You have to find that something that gives you that motivation. And for a while it was YouTube. And then I got tired of it. And I, I got scared because I was like, Oh man, I don't want this to go away. Like I want that. I want that high feeling that I always get when I'm doing a video. I'm just not getting it from doing videos anymore. So now, now I got to find something else. And ever since I ever since I moved over to audio and uh, uh, doing the podcast, it's it's it, no joke. And especially since I opened it up to having guests on, it was it was tricky again when I realized that it was just me talking into a microphone and and I was starting to get sick of myself, like hearing myself, and I I got scared again. Again, I was like, oh, no, come on. This, this, this keeps happening. I literally don't think I'm ever going to feel that ever again as long as I can continue to do what I do where I talk to people that like the, like the people on my podcast that I've had on have been as far reaching as Tokyo, Japan, as um, uh, uh, people in the UK. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Someone from Australia, like it, it, 
it was it's just so crazy that that is able to happen so um that's my happy place it's it's very therapeutic and uh i wouldn't give it up for the world and i hope i don't ever have to because then i'll just be you know oh now what now what do i got to do to to find that happy place so i think it's i think it's putting myself in front of a microphone and uh just just hearing other people talk and listening to their stories and then the best part is when it goes from being a formal podcast when it goes from me feeling like the host and them feeling like the guest when it goes from that to us just being two people or sometimes three or four just talking and i forget that i'm even doing a podcast that's the ultimate high that's like the that's the stuff you strive for and you don't always yeah. get it you don't always get it it's it's really hard to attain that but every once in a while it happens and uh those are the gold like that's the gold so that's my i agree place. yeah i agree you know i can i can relate to a lot of things you just said because i i almost gave up on we live on a planet before right after my accident back in march and my audience knows that. And um, I now, I, there's just this new life I found into it ever since I turned 50, just a new type of outlook on life. And and uh, so I can relate to that podcasting thing. I'm, it's weird. My happy places, believe it or not, I have like two is one of them, <laughs> believe it or not, is like high school. And people are like, are you kidding me? My high school was so small, though. And the people I went to high school were so close to me and they still are that that's a fond memory. And then the other one would probably be camping with my family. I love that. So I have meditating when I mindful meditate and go camping again, you know? So do you have, I mean, I know you're a huge movie buff, but do you have your like favorite movie that you can just pop in and watch over and over and over again? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I actually have a top 10 um, and uh, that would be, you can shoot the top 10. Go ahead. Shoot, shoot the top 10 if you want to. Okay. Um, pardon me for a second while I pull it up because you would think you would have your top 10 off the top of your head, but uh, every once in a while. I, yeah, no, I can't even do top five. I've tried before. Well, I kind of can, but my, my go-to is definitely tombstone and then Reservoir Dogs. I, but I can watch Tombstone over and over again. And I really enjoy Reservoir Dogs. I like the writing in it. I just like the dialogue. I like the twists and turns. And I like I like Tarantino. Anyway, as you know. So did you get your list? Yes. yes. And Reservoir Dogs. Okay. I, uh, Reservoir Dogs. I, I believe I've seen. And that's a straight. Oh. That's a like. The idea of being able to watch something like that over and over again, that's really, like, in the most respectful way, that's that's really strange. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm strange. Yeah, no, it's, it, 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 it is, and it's awesome that you're that way. Like, that's something that I, I don't think a lot of people would be like, yeah, I can watch that over and over again. Um, yeah, yeah. So the top 10 is, in no particular order, um, I think I have it listed here just alphabetically. Um, 127 hours from 2010. Before Sunset from 2004. Eyes Wide Shut 
from 1999. Uh, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist from 2002. La La Land from 2016. The Shining from 1980. Terminator 2, Judgment Day from 1991. The Terminator from 1984. Uh, Titanic from 1997. And finally, The Truman Show from 1998. And I think if I had to pick one out of those 10 that I could watch over and over again, it's probably The Truman Show. Probably what? You, you blanked oh. out on me. How do I, like, is that better? No, I'd say it again because uh, we just, we got lost in the ether. Check one, check one, check two, check two. Yeah. Sound better? I can hear you. Yeah. All right. Um, I said out of out of those 10 that I listed there, probably the Truman Show uh, with Jim Carrey is the one that I would yeah. rewatch over and over again. Because I think if you're, at least in my opinion, if you're going to be rewatching a movie, you want a, you want a movie that's, or at least I want a movie that's a little lighthearted. It's not going to, it's not going to put me in any kind of a, funky mood um i love the philosophical themes into it so it's going to make me always ponder and question but then of course there's just the there's the comedic moments that you just can't get from anyone else besides jim carrey so i think that's i think that's the one that i would that i would choose out of the top 10 the truman show is groovy yeah, yeah. one of the best I have a bunch though, you know, if, if I really had to, pick, I can think of like apocalypse. Now I could watch that over and over again. So I'm darker. I can watch a lot of dark. Well, I don't feel they're dark because they don't really like even reservoir dogs doesn't set me into some kind of whatever. I look at it in what a great dialogue of writing, what a masterful writing. And so I look at it different, I guess. And it, it's weird. So what about, um, do you have a favorite, go-to song that you can that you're just like you know i'll pop this in and this is my favorite song Ooh, a favorite song i or band or band band is easier you can say band um so i don't have a favorite band i i have a favorite artist and that's michael jackson 100 percent michael jackson okay that's right yeah yeah I, I forgot you i remember you saying that mine would be pink floyd okay that makes sense that's the song that's, you sent yes. me yeah definitely <laughs> Have you ever heard that song before, Fearless? I don't think I have, to be completely honest. I have not uh, done the post yet, so I haven't been able to uh, to, 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 to hear the song. You pull it up and even listen to it. Yeah, I'll almost guarantee you haven't because this is uh, really old Pink Floyd. This is old, old stuff. Um, I think that it, I think the album Metal came out in, I want to say, maybe 70 or something like that so it's older i could be totally wrong right now my listeners might be screaming at me but <laughs> all right so <laughs> you're how about your um I, I hope you don't mind this metal gymnastics i hope it's fun for you instead of like a traditional type interview if if I, my questions are throwing you off i'm not tr i'm not trying to no no it's totally you know cool I mean? there, there's so, so many different no. ways to uh there's so many different ways to go about you know doing a quote-unquote interview yeah so yeah because i've uh, like i've been pushing it too where i kind of just want to have conversations and have it fun do you have a dream job that is like 
I know we talked about what podcasting is your happy place and all that, but do you have like where if Eddie Green could punch a time clock every day and get paid, what would it be? Would it be podcasting or what, what would it be? So to avoid sounding repetitive and coming across as though I don't think about anything else, uh, the answer yes is podcasting, but uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm also going to go to like my backup just in case like I clock in one day to podcast and it says you're fired and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Now what right. do I got to do? Um, so the profession that I think I would love to get into and uh, really excel at would probably be something in California in, I guess, the entertainment industry. So if, if I can't podcast, I would love to do maybe something like red carpet interviewing or, um, you know, something like maybe like Access Hollywood or so I guess, like, I don't know what you would call those people. Like, are they journalists or... I don't know, but I know exactly what you mean. That would be fun because you're getting to really pick the brains of some pop stars, pop culture stars and all that. So, yeah, that would be fun. That would that would be a good dream job and to get paid for it, too. Yeah. It's, and it's, you're in it's always, California. It's always falling <laughs> back on, I guess, something that involves talking. Like, I don't ever want to do. So this is the opposite of your question. I don't ever want this like profession. I don't want to sit at a desk typing away, staring in front of a screen for seven hours. That's some people are made for that. And that is so not me. I have to, right. I have to do something where I have the ability to talk to others because this is the fun. Like this is the funny part. I'm introverted in my, in my day-to-day life. I'm very quiet. I'm very to myself. Mm -hmm. So I need that escape. I need something where I can, I can let loose and get it all out and then bubble it back up for like another day or two and then explode again. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely get you. Definitely. I can relate though. We're very similar. You know, I would love to work in the sense of like maybe um, voiceover or radio or uh, Sirius XM or something like that to where I'm getting paid to talk to the world because I, I think that's neat. Like what you were saying, how your podcast is heard in Japan and all those, I, that's the way we live on a planet is. And it, it's humbling and fun. And it's also sometimes where you're like, wow, this is amazing. This makes people listen to me and it's, it's fun. So I, I get what you mean. It kind of gives you that little uh, CPR clear boom, boom, and you're like, mm, I'm going and I'm off and running again. That's just what I needed. So yeah, yeah. it's yep. it's groovy. Okay, so before before we finish this off, I want to do like a rapid ten questions that are just gonna be thrown at you real quick, real fun. First thing that just kind of comes. Do you accept? Oh, you're still there. You kind of yeah. broke up on me. All right, you ready? Okay, we're just gonna. I'm go ahead. I'm gonna give you these rapid burger or tacos. Okay. Tacos. Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi. Batman or Superman? Batman. Call or text? Call. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Beatles or Elvis? What was that one? It was Beatles or what? Elvis. Uh, neither. Can I say neither? <laughs> of course you can. Rare or well done? Neither. 
uh, beach or the woods? The woods. Hot? Would you rather be hot or cold? Ooh. Cold, only because I live in Florida. All right. And then the last one isn't really a would you rather but pineapple on pizza? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pineapple. Pineapple. um, Obviously, the pineapple and ham, like that's the classic. But I think you could you could do like a supreme pizza and you could just throw in some pineapple and that's fine with me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why people don't like pineapple on pizza. I don't know. Me neither. It's, me neither. Uh, I don't get it. I love it. It tastes good. I like it uh, with ham, black olives, and pineapple. That's real good. Or pineapple with uh, banana ring peppers. That's good, too. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. And I, I think what it is is pizza is not necessarily the sweetest thing to begin with. Like, it's kind of – it just doesn't have a sweetness to it. So, I think if you just – drop a little couple pineapple slices on there it can only add to the experience so everyone that doesn't like pineapple on pizza i don't know just try it again right right (laughs) eddie this was fun tell everybody where we can reach you where we can find you and stuff all the details of where people can find eddie green over at instagram or any place like that um well you can find me uh if you have my phone number but i'm not giving that out so uh if you want to find me if you want to find me you can find me on i guess facebook instagram and twitter and it's all at the same at so it's at eddie greens 101 um same thing with the podcast that's on apple google spotify and youtube as well i'm doing a lot of live streaming lately so Cool, cool. I appreciate your time. Thank you for playing metal gymnastics with us here at We Live on a Planet. I appreciate it so much. I really do. And I appreciate being on your show as well. I had a blast when I did that with you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me on, man. And I love that we are, you know, keeping this going. And so uh, at some point, you're definitely going to be coming back on because your episode just came out today, everyone. So definitely go check out Patrick's episode if you're if you're a big fan of him, which you would be because you're listening to his podcast. Yeah, and it was so fun. Go check out his episode. It's uh, episode 47. 47. Eddie Green's 101, episode 47. And it's out anywhere you can find podcasts. So I encourage you guys to do that. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate your time once again. Stay healthy, okay? Likewise, Patrick. Definitely. It's, uh, it's a crazy time. And uh, I'll talk All to right, you soon. Friend. Peace. Bye. And welcome back. Well, wasn't that fun? That was a fun conversation with Eddie. I really enjoyed it. And uh, Eddie was one of the really inspirations for me getting the Roadcaster Pro. And I'm looking forward to my next interview that, that will be coming out will be the 29th of this month, the end of the month. And that's with director Andy Palmer. And I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for all my interviews, and I'm always happy when you stop over. But after this interview with Andy, all my remaining interviews that will be for We Live on a Planet will be done with the Roadcaster Pro. And all the remaining episodes that will be coming out now uh, after this episode will be done with the Roadcaster Pro as well. And I'm really excited. I dove into it. Learned a little bit about it, and uh, 
I was just like a kid at Christmas, like I said, waiting for it to come all day long. And it was crazy. UPS is how it came. And it kept showing that it was near me. And I was ready for it to come. And I'm getting my mask already and my gloves on because I want to try to social distance when the UPS guy comes because it's something I had to sign for. And uh, I kept looking at the app and it was showing that he was right around the corner. And then he was on the other side of the city. And then he was right around the corner from me again. And then he was on the other side of the city and it was killing me. <laughs> I was like, please just get here. And it's here. And I love it. And I can't wait for you to hear Friday's show. So please make sure you tune in to Friday when we're going to dive right back into our regular show that we normally do. And you'll get a taste of the Roadcaster Pro and my new Rode Pod mic that I got too, which is... um a dynamic mic, which is different than the Shure MV51, which is a condenser mic. So a little bit different. That will be fun. All right, my friends, thank you for tuning in. I do appreciate it. And hey, now is a great time too. If you have not entered my giveaway yet at WLOAP.com, I'm two subscribers away from the giveaway. So if you've been holding off and just kind of waiting until the subscribers get up there, you have a 1 in 50 chance of winning. That's pretty good odds of winning. That's what I want to celebrate with my 50th subscribers, giving something away. No strings attached. You're just going to get a nice gift of over $50 of value. So head on over to WLOAP.com, subscribe today, and maybe you'll have a chance to win too. And also, now is a great time since I have the Roadcaster Pro if you've thought about calling into the show and you want to be a part of it, but you're like, I don't want to download the Anchor app and I don't want to have to deal with that. And now you don't have to worry about it. With this Roadcaster Pro, we can have a conversation right through your phone and it's natural and it's just a regular recording and it works great. And uh, you can call me at area code 326 yeah, and I would love to hear from you. All right, my friends, take care and stay healthy, okay? And do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today the best you can. All right, my friends, peace.